0: scandalous that, that God would come to earth he would put on flesh and become man in all its weakness and all its brokenness so that he'd become like man so that he could save mankind that he would go to the cross in our place it's just, it's too much to make sense of it all this, this love that he has for us and Jesus we just have this longing to be more like you give up all that we have just to know you more, because it truly is all because of you that we can live. We thank you, Jesus, and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'm going to let you guys have a seat, but you still got to keep singing with me, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs>
1: Mark chapter 14, beginning verse 32, they went to a place called Gethsemane. And Jesus said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took Peter, James, and John along with him, and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death, he said to them. Stay here and keep watch. Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, the hour might pass from him. Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me. Yet, not what I will, but what you will. Such promise, such hope, unlimited potential, the way He talks, the way He walks, the way He carries Himself, the way He touches, the way He heals, the way He is, His being, His essence, such powerful presence, prophet, priest, king, could He be the Messiah? The image of the invisible God, Christ, Anointed one. Jesus. Betrayed. Arrested. Led away. This makes no sense. Wait. That's it. This is the inciting incident. That moment in the story. Ground zero. When everything changes for the hero. When... He is forced into circumstances beyond his control. And finally his true colors begin to show. Finally he shows himself as secret agent man, as warrior, as savior. This makes perfect sense. Wait. He has no sword, no gun, no army, no battalion. And as he's taken from the garden, he he doesn't even have any followers, no supporters. One of his disciples is wearing the enemy's colors. One swings a sword wildly. There goes one running away naked, and the rest nowhere to be found. This makes no sense. Before the religious courts, he stands. They call witnesses who raise their hands. But the stories make no sense false, phony baloney, fabricated, exaggerated. None of them can agree. Anyone can see such mockery of a trial. That's it. That's it. He's exposing the religious leaders for the hypocrites they are shams, fakes, twisters of justice. Sinister, power-hungry, whitewashed tombs. The crowd will see through all of these and demand His release. Then come to His side to usher in the new kingdom. This makes perfect sense. What's that they're saying? Not Hosanna. Not Messiah. But heretic. Blasphemy. How can they not see? not realize, not know? How, how can they be so fickle, so fragile, so forgetful of the One who healed all their diseases, forgave all their sins, cleansed all their consciences, invited all their friends. He fed them. He loved them. This makes no sense.
0: God was shaking.
2: She felt the fire
1: Him to Pilate, the governor, the real authority around here. Ah, Pilate's not easily fooled. He'll see what's going on. He knows it's out of envy that they've accused, arrested. That's it. Pilate set them up. Jesus or Barabbas? Jesus, the healer, or Barabbas, the murderer? He's made it easy for them. They never pick Barabbas. This makes perfect sense. Give us Barabbas. Crucify him. Wait, what? This this can't be. Why? What what crime has he committed? Pilate pleads, but the leaders, the crowd, unrelenting, unrepenting, and Pilate's giving them what they want. Flogged, mocked, beaten. Stricken, crown of thorns, blood flowing down. This makes no sense.
2: Search your heart.
1: 9 a.m. He's hanging on a cross. The sign says, King of the Jews. What an outrage. Those passing by mock, jabbing, stabbing with words of insult. Just listen to them. Come down from there, save yourself. Show us who you really are. Come on, Christ, King, Your Highness. Come down now. This makes no sense. It's noon, complete darkness. Jesus cries out God forsaken? Were, were we mistaken? An appeal for Elijah. And then silence. Dead. This makes no sense. This makes no sense. And let's pause in this moment. Because usually we run right through it. Because we've heard the story about what happens in the following hours and days. Maybe we need to pause just for a moment right here in this place. And think about the profound disappointment that those people who had put their trust In Him. Experienced. The disciples would would later say. We had hoped He was the one. And in that moment where hardly any of His followers are around. Because there's chaos and confusion in their hearts. And they, they don't know what to believe. And their lives have been turned upside down. And sometimes we can be misled to believe that if we follow Jesus, it will eliminate from our lives those moments of profound disappointment. But it's here standing at the cross looking at a dead, lifeless body that we're reminded that putting our faith in Jesus and following the crucified Lord does not mean that our lives will be problem free and free of disappointment and free of disillusionment. And the psalmist would say, right here, right now, there's a pause. Selah. Just look. As he hangs. And all the life is gone. and He gave up his spirit. Hold on. Just hold on in this moment. Just hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. Curtain tears. Soldier stares. Heard. How he cried, saw how he died. Surely this man was the son of God. What if? What if? What what if this is the inciting incident? That moment in the story when everything changes for the hero, when he is forced into circumstances beyond his control, and finally his true color, blood red shines through finally he shows himself as savior not in the way his followers thought or think but in a much more glorious way
2: the earth was shaking in the dark. Felt the father's broken heart. The tears were feeling heaven.
1: For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. This makes no sense. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. This makes perfect sense. For the foolishness of God is wiser than man's wisdom. And the weakness of God is is stronger than man's strength. Surely He took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows. Yet we considered Him stricken by God, smitten by Him, and afflicted. But He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon Him. And by His wounds we are healed. The Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. For he has not despised or disdained the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help. You you see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. He entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood, having obtained eternal redemption. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the written code with its regulations that was against us and that stood opposed to us. He took it away, nailing it to the cross. Oh, the bliss of that glorious thought. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. But God demonstrates His own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by His blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through Him? There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains. The dying thief rejoiced to see that fountain in his day and there have I, though vile as he, washed all my sins away. Dear dying lamb, thy precious blood shall never lose its power. Till all the ransomed church of God are safe to sin no more. Ere since by faith I saw the stream thy flowing wounds supply. Redeeming love has been my theme and shall be till I die. For you know, Peter said, for you know The same man who who denied Jesus and and ran away and, and cursed but experienced once again the forgiveness and the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, he wrote to the church and he said, for you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed From the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers, but with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him, you believe in God who raised him from the dead and glorified Him, and so your faith and hope are in God. Can we stand this morning and sing this song one more time?
2: felt the father's broken heart.
1: calling you out of your seat to come down and, and just spend a moment. There may be somebody here that you've never made the decision, you've never, you've never seen or, or realized that everything that we read and, and know about Jesus dying on the cross, it's, it's not just that it's true, but it's that it was for us. He had no sin, but he was willing to take on the sin of us all. And so maybe you're this morning and you've you've never said, you know what, I'm I'm going to accept that. I'm going to receive that work and I'm going to ask forgiveness for my sins so that I can follow Jesus. We want you to have that chance this this morning and if that's you, we, we ask that you would just come down and and bow your head or maybe you want to throw up your hands but just say God I'm I'm so sorry and I accept the blood of Jesus to cover and wash away all my sins as as much as that doesn't make sense and yet this moment right now it it does make sense something about this moment you you may have strayed but this moment is calling you back to that place where Jesus laid it all down laid his entire life down so that we could live. And maybe you just want to today, you're here because you are a follower of Jesus and you want to just say thank you, Lord, for the the marvelous work, the wonderful grace that you displayed. But wherever you are, we're going to ask. They're going to go back into the psalm, but we're asking that you would come. Just just step out. Don't don't worry about who's next to you or whatever, but we just, just all come down. There's plenty of space down here for us all to come down and just in your own way, could you just spend the the next few moments uh, not just singing along, but really opening your heart and saying, God, Lord, I've got to respond. I I can't hear about what Jesus has done for me without responding this morning with my heart open for Him. So as they begin to sing, would you just come? Would would you come in whatever state you're in? Everybody, would you just come forth and, and spend this moment in worship right now?
2: to the store. See you.
3: Clear hearts, right, right. And next Sunday is Easter. Can't lose Sunday. And I was thinking about Jesus standing on the cross there as, as he ended, and um, there was there was a cross that only he could he could fulfill. We're, we're called to take our crosses, but our crosses are like mini crosses compared. to M i n e mini crosses compared to the load that he carried, that only he could carry. And Palm Sunday to me is, is, is the story of how they cheered for the wrong thing because, you know, they cheered as he's coming into Jerusalem because they think he's going to be this conquering king. And then when he comes to the cross, they run away. But as we stand here this morning, and we've just heard the beauty of the senseless cross. It makes no sense, and yet it makes perfect sense. Could we today, in 2015, cheer for the right reason? And could we cheer for the man on the center cross that did, people who cheer...